Hey, and welcome to Positive Occult Podcast with me, Lucifer. Man, I know sometimes when I'm talking about knowledge on here, I'm so serious all the times. But at the time, I'm actually a really funny guy. So we're really going to try and get some some funniness going on here. Uh, usually when I'm by myself, it's hard to be funny all the time because it's we're talking about a lot of serious stuff. But anyways, I hope you, you enjoy the seriousness a little bit because some of it is you have to talk about it. It's got to be serious. We are going to talk about today the... Um, the oneness actually of Lucifer and Jesus, which a lot of people don't understand. But hopefully when you listen to this podcast today, you're going to be really surprised and you're going to be like, what the fuck? Because I've been doing the studies myself for a while um, off and on. And I figured, you know what, let me put this out because this is something that's important. I think it's a good way to explain their relationship and maybe their oneness as an archetype and how they brought and they are bringing into this world knowledge uh, and light and learning to find our true selves. So this will be a podcast for that. Hopefully give you a good understanding. Uh, go to moderndruid.com that's our sponsor use the code word lucifer to uh, get some percentage off and get it mailed to you right away if you haven't hit modern druid website come on come on come on man as we know our president says get out there you know check us out we want to do expand the web, the uh, also the uh, podcast to YouTube, which I'm going to try and get the YouTube channel up soon because I want to start doing some meditations on there, at least to get it kicked off on YouTube. But we're also asking for just a little, if you like to donate a little bit, you can go on in front of the uh, Spotify page on our page and see that there's a way to donate if you want to donate $2 a month or whatever, a one-time donation. Um, we're trying to get this studio going, and if you uh, if you like our content, please do so. We appreciate it. So, here is the podcast on Lucifer and Jesus. Are they one? During my studies of Luciferianism and many different religions and following a path, I've always thought of these really close comparisons to Jesus and Lucifer and how they conflicted within my mind trying to figure it out. But I think if you try hard enough, you will figure it out. You can figure out things if you're meant to, f- to figure out these things spiritually, you will. You will come to that, that place of eye-opening experiences. When I was a young, young man in CCD, when they were talking about the serpent and how the serpent tempted Adam and Eve and how God of the you know the, the universe or the, the world said do not eat this tree 
a fruit of this tree because you will die. And then Satan or Lucifer, as you would say, Lucifer came and said, eat this and become gods. You will not die. You will actually see your eyes will open to know the difference between good and evil. According to Isaiah in the Bible, I will give you a quote here. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? In the book of Revelation, it says that Jesus Christ is the bright morning star in Revelation 2.228, excuse me. In 2, in 2 Peter 1.19, Jesus is described as the morning star. Why? Why are these two references in the Bible, one referencing Lucifer and one referencing Jesus, called the same thing? Why in the garden, in a book of John, the secret book of John, which is in the Nakamadi, it actually says Jesus was the one in the garden who told them to eat the fruit. So we're going to go over this. And hopefully we can come to an understanding that maybe Jesus is Lucifer and vice versa. And why and how this affects us today. We're going to have some texts that come from certain books. One is called the Bible. The other one is called the Nagamati or the codexes that were found uh, many years after uh, the Roman Empire created the Bible. Uh, Christians always forget that the Bible was actually created by the Roman Empire. The Romans um, were pagans. And instead of killing all the Christians, they decided, you know, political reasons that the, the emperor wanted to become a Christian. Well, probably wasn't really a Christian, obviously. Um, so what he did was they had a, a council and they decided by getting all these books and you know book of luke of john and the funny thing is a lot of christians don't understand that a lot of those books are not written by john or luke it's they're actually just given titles some of them they don't know who they're really written by and there was actually a a crap load of books that were not put in to the bible because they were going against what the church believed uh, as having control over people and they weren't followed by the divine grace of God, which a lot of Christians will claim because if it was, they didn't haven't really read the Bible then. 
because the shit that's in there, uh, it's basically a horror story, if you would read it. The book of Genesis is when I was younger, and actually I've studied the Bible before tremendously. Uh, the book of Genesis, the God of the book of Genesis, a completely different acting God of the New Testament, and is actually silent in the New Testament. If you remember reading anything, if you've read anything about the Old Testament, uh, he was always talking to somebody. He always had prophets. He was always asking for sacrifices of even human beings. He was a um, created genocide. He had people murdered. He sent his angels down to murder. He had incest and everything you can possibly think of in, in the, and a jealous and vengeful God. The God from the New Testament is completely the opposite. And this is where the story starts to really, you should start questioning it. Like, wait a minute, this is totally different, you know, aspects of God. I mean, the God in the New Testament never even talked to anybody, except for maybe Jesus, if he was, if, if he really did. But I'm going to show you a little bit about why this evil God is not really God of the universe. So according to the Bible, okay, you got to remember when the Bible, when in parts of the Bible, if you want to take it mythically or maybe not exactly what it is, but let's go through the story of it. When God said, you shall not worship no other gods but me, he's actually acknowledging that there are other gods because there are other gods. There are other gods that roam around in the universe that maybe uh, get attributed to certain planets. And that's what they do. That's their home. And that's what they do. But here, according to the Nag Hammadi, which I will give you a quick, you brief, real brief history. It was found hundreds of years after the Bible was put together. So that when the, the Christians, they destroyed the, the, the council, actually destroyed all the other uh, books of the Bible so it wouldn't uh, be found. But somebody was really smart and they put them in a jar in Egypt and that's where they hid them. And then somebody found them by throwing. I've heard a couple of stories, but I mean, it's one famous one was really basically it's all the same as one. Uh, somebody threw a rock and it fell into a cave, kind of fell into the ground and kind of broke the ground. And they found this jar and it had all these different books in it. And it was the book of Judas, the book of John, the book of Mary. And they figured out that these were other books that were part, there could have been part that would have or should have been part of the Bible. Now, the reason why the church didn't want to use that is because of one, the God of the earth that I will explain didn't want that found, but also I'll give you examples. So like Jesus in the Nag Hammadi, and that's where it was found in Nag Hammadi. It says, so many questions Jesus asked, where is God? And God and, and Jesus says, God is in the earth. God is in you. God is in me. God is in the air. God is in the sky. Basically, that's what he said. Well, the church can't have people believing that. If they believe that, they wouldn't go to church. Because they would believe God is in everything, which God is. 
but which God is it? So, here we go into the next part of who is this God that runs the earth. You could find the Nag Hammadi online and do some of this research. This is what I did myself, but I've always come to these questions on, you know, why and what have we lost? And thank God, or if you want to thank God or Lucifer himself, that we did find these great papers that were written because they were being hidden for so long. So you can find them online on PDF under Nag Hammadi. You can find them in PDF form. You can actually buy books of them and study them. They're actual Christian, I would say, I don't want to say Christian, but I guess they are Christian documents of what happened uh, from the beginning of man and woman and the also beginning, and I guess, Jesus' story. But we're going to connect why how Jesus and Lucifer are probably the same person or the same uh, archetype. I'm going to say the same person in many aspects. And after you're done, you're going to be like, well, shit, that really does sound like it. Like they're the same person and what we're fighting against. So according to the Nakamati or the codexes, it says that there is a great pure mind that the universe, the whole entire universe, is made by a creator that existed forever and ever and ever and never had a beginning or end, but was forever, but created all these gods as his children, or basically to rule the universe also, or to assign to planets, and doesn't have a real power over us. Like there's nothing that we can pray to, but we are part of that divine essence, the purity of the pure mind. But he did create certain gods that want to be the big boy God. So a God came to our earth and created earth. And he, he is called in the Nagamati, the Demiurge. Or Yeldibyov, there's many different cultures that actually believe this same thing. Different African cultures who believe that there's a regular God of the universe and the smaller God that actually runs the earth. But we're not going to go into that. You can look up that yourself. But I will use the name Yeldibyov. Well, this Demiurge wanted to rule the whole earth and create his own, I guess, life here on the earth and rule it according to what he wanted to and was very jealous and didn't like the divine nature of our spirits that are connected to the divine. And I'm going to go over a couple quotes that were in the, that's in the Nagamati to explain this. Now, this is coming from the secret book of John, which is one of the books that was attempted to be thrown out by the church. And it says, the creator of gods, demonic forces envied the man. 
his understanding was for was for was far greater than those who had created him and greater than the chief ruler himself when they realized that he shone with light they took him and cast him down into the lowest depths of the material world they intended to make him anew this time from earth water fire wind which are matter darkness desire and the artificial spirit this all became a tomb a new kind of body they enchained him in forgetfulness and made him subject to dying so this god is not the true god this god is a god of the earth an evil god the pure divine mind or the peleroma as they would call it is the true god now when we use god some people get really turned off by it you can use the term energy but we are pieces of that divine mind and the M that and the demiurge is the shadow and evil God. So what he did was he trapped us, our souls of light to enslave us in a prison of these human bodies to forget our own power and to forget our divine nature. <clears throat> 